Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This segment of Northwest Wild Country is brought to you by Spiderwire. Nothing gets away from Spiderwire. Six thirty-eight on Saturday morning here on Sports Radio nine fifty KJR. You can hear us also on the iHeartRadio app, uh, kind of throughout the country. Go to uh, the smartphone app area, find yourself uh, the iHeart uh, app, and download it. Take a look for Sports Radio KJR. You can find us pretty much anywhere you can get a cell phone signal. That'll include somewhere down on the Oregon coast, where our next guest, uh, Dell Stevens, uh, the Tuna Dog, uh, is stationed this morning. Dell, I know you've you've spent. Some time this week over in the 107 degree heat over in the over in the uh, inland areas, but you found your way back to the coast. Is is it tuna this weekend, or is it salmon, or is it both? Oh, it's going to be uh, salmon this weekend. So we'll Any- chase tuna a little bit later in the week. Okay. All right. All right. We'll uh, we'll we'll jump ahead to what you project for the the upcoming August fishery there. But let's take a look at uh, the uh, the Deep Canyon Challenge just happened last weekend out of Ilwaco. Of course, that is uh, the first of two legs of the uh, 2017 Oregon Tuna Classic, and I'm kind of curious, Dale. We kind of ran through some numbers at the top of the show, but uh, let's let's kind of refresh those and kind of translate what that means as far as as far as the fishery, as far as uh, the OTC. Um, uh, one of the teams that I recall having having called their name a handful of times, finished second, finished third, but the team Fat Cat uh, pulled it out this year. They really did. Yeah, they've been kind of. The brides, bridesmaid, never the bride, and, mm-hmm. and it was finally time for them to be at the top of the podium. And they've had quite a few seconds, quite a few thirds, quite a few top fives. And uh, great fishermen typically catch a lot of fish, but uh, in their case, they only had eight this time. And but they had five nice, good-sized ones, and and that's what it took to win it this, for them. Let's uh, let's then talk about that because eight is uh, eight is a pretty small number um, versus tradition. I mean, you're usually talking about you know twenty, thirty, you know forty, sometimes fifty. So so how come eight? And was eight was eight just that team, or was that kind of the kind of the kind of across the board? You know the um, we counted fifty five teams a roll call out of the fifty seven and uh, that signed up. Only 26 actually turned fish in. Only 22 actually had five fish to turn in. It was oh, wow. pretty skimpy fishing. We had teams that were uh, used to catching 30, 40, 50 fish. Yep. And in some of those cases, some of those teams only caught one or two. And uh, it was just skimpy fishing out there. Fat cats used to catching, you know, 30, 40, 50 fish as well. Um, we're used to catching that many. And we only landed seven. Do you uh, do you recall what uh, Fat Cat's final weight was? I mean, for their for their five fish. Yeah, one hundred and forty point six pounds. Okay, take it. Gotcha. There was uh, there was between the top three teams. There was only uh, about a, a pound difference between first and third. Wow, that's close. Man, it was all very close. All right, so let's let's kind of translate. How many how many pounds of tuna were caught uh, donated? I mean, kind of what are some of the some of the takeaway numbers for the OTC and the Oregon Food Bank from this particular particular event? 
About 2,700 pounds of tuna went to the local food banks on both sides of the river. $58,000 in cash was generated in the live auction and the bucket raffles. Wow. Uh, and about 620 people were on the tent Saturday night. So, so the typical the typical throwdown. I mean, that's one thing. And no matter no matter what happens with the fishery, I mean, the uh, the OTC people come out. That's for darn sure. They really do, yeah. And, and the last couple of years, momentum is building, and and uh, we're starting gaining our numbers again, and and it, uh, it's showing uh, with especially with the live auction uh, generating uh, what it's been doing the last couple of seasons. So let's uh, project ahead now. You now have uh, the the Garibaldi OTC, which of course is kind of the granddaddy of this whole thing. That happens the first and second of September, and and I'm kind of curious what conditions those teams may face because, as you pointed out, Dell, it's not been it's not been the greatest hottest fishery at this point. Let's let's kind of maybe take a take a look at the conditions. I mean, what to, what will we first of all expect possibly here? In August, and what might teams who compete in the uh, Garibaldi OTC have uh, in front of them September 1st and 2nd? Well, we've been kind of having a very similar summer weather-wise to what we had last summer. July was great on the ocean, and uh, August has been hot in the valley. Typically, that cranks the wind machine up and makes the ocean kind of rough. The ocean's a little sporty this morning for the salmon guys that want to go out. A lot of them are turned around already, and they're staying inside the river. There's a few boats running offshore, but it's a little uh, lumpy out there today. It's supposed to get a little bit better in the next couple of days, and the temperature in the valley is supposed to start dropping a little bit in the next couple of days, and that'll help a little bit. But last year, the, o- the ocean was rough most of the month of August, and traditionally, if that temperature in the valley stays above about the high 80s into the 90s, the ocean will stay pretty lumpy most of the time and pretty windy. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in August weather-wise. That's what happened last year. We're hoping that's not the case this year. Uh, last year, you still catch quite a few numbers of fish. This year, there's not an awful lot of bait out there on the surface. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys that are catching fish have been cutting the bellies open, and they have shrimp in the bellies. Those are midwater shrimp, and those midwater shrimp live 1,200 to 2,200 feet of depth. Okay, That's how deep those fish are going, and... Uh, and there's not very many birds out there on top of the water because there's not much bait up on the surface. And that's part of what's making it a little bit difficult. One day you can get 30 fish, next day you can get two. Gotcha. Gotcha. Understood. So last year, last year, if I remember correctly, I mean, just because of, just because of the conditions of the ocean, it seemed like fish came and left before people had a chance to really, to really access them very much. Yeah, last year, again, uh, they left early because there wasn't much food out there. Most of the food was inside the river here. We had the whales in the river, and and, and a lot of the bait was in the river, and, and there just wasn't much. Uh, Westport still had a little bit of fish going um, into mid-September, but mm-hmm. uh, down here, they left early, yeah. yeah. And co- coincidentally, the whales are in the bay right now because a lot of the bait's in the bay right now. <laughs> All right, right. Well, so, let's just hope that doesn't play out again. No, that wouldn't be awesome. Yeah. 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 If you're a tuna fisherman, uh, you don't want to see that right now. You want to see some bait offshore and you want to be able to run out there and catch them. So, I mean, so we've obviously had kind of a small sample size, haven't really had a chance to, to kind of define, you know, really what, what's going to kind of prove the bite out. But as far as, as far as the techniques that the, the guys caught fish at the OTC and techniques that you'd expect to be effective over the next handful of weeks, um, proving that the conditions are okay. I mean, what, uh, what, should, what should guys be prepared to do? You know, the most effective technique this season um, has 
it's been different. It's been on the troll for most people. Um, the guys that are uh, pitching live bait, trying to convert a, uh, a, a uh, troll caught fish to a wide open bite, it has been very, very difficult. Those fish, uh, we had them boiling for a few minutes, and boom, they were gone. And I don't know how many times I've heard that story this summer yeah. about people trying yeah. to get quite open bite going. And, and uh, but uh, the troll, co- the troll is actually the best. Seems to be the best thing, and um, that's how I would do it this year. Is I would troll, which is kind of ironic for me. Oh yeah, that's uh, I, I'm. I pretty, haven't trolled three years, other than this year. Pretty and, sure and, I uh, never thought I'd hear that come out of your mouth. That's oh, I know, sure. yeah. <laughs> and we were catching them. We caught most of our fish last weekend on a day on daisy chains. Gotcha, gotcha. Think about that though. Think about that though, Dell. Is I think most most guys you pointed out before when you've been in the studio, most guys are pretty comfortable trolling. I mean that's I mean that's a tech yeah. that's kind of a technique that when when guys are, are first kind of getting into this whole and gals are, are getting into this whole tuna game, uh, the troll is 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 kind of step number one. I mean, and it's something that everybody I think at some point feels feels like they can do fairly well. That is correct. Yeah, most people start out that way. That's kind of the traditional way to start out, and and uh, most people are pretty comfortable with that. And uh, and nothing real unique about the troll. It's just you know get the gear out there and start trolling and and um, and find the fish. Now, uh, the the typical the typical kind of you know silly question that everybody seems to ask, you know, how how far out are they? How close are they? I mean, let's kind of run up and down the coast here and get, get, get a view of, of just how far guys are have to run right now. Most of the guys off of the Columbia River are running sixty to seventy five miles. Okay, All right. So uh, on a on a nice ocean, that's not too bad. On a sporty ocean, yeah, that's a bit of a jaunt. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Is it in, is it any different as you move down the coast at all? You know, the guys off Pacific City, uh, that uh, 100-fathom curve swings in down there, and a lot of times those fish will move in down there. They're off Pacific City on the Dory Fleet. They're getting them at 20, 25 miles. Off Garibaldi, they're running out of ways as well like we are. They're they're beyond 50 miles down there as well. And, okay. and um, Newport, I think, they're still in their traditional area of about 35 to 45 miles. Gotcha, gotcha. Mark, September the 1st and the 2nd on your calendar. If you have not uh, yet taken the chance to attend the Oregon Tuna Classic in Garibaldi, you really should. It's a super cool event. It's a great, it's a great couple of days. I mean, it's a, it's a very festive thing. Uh, if you have no interest in fishing or fish at all, just go out to support the cause, which, of course, is the, the local food banks. Uh, Dell, registration for that uh, is open until the end of this month, correct? It is open until the end of this month. And, and uh, the one thing that we have this year, Again, is we have a gentleman, uh, Gerald Wilson, singing the national anthem, and he sang the national anthem for Veterans Day, Monday Night Football for the Seahawks. That guy will raise the hair on your neck. If you're not patriotic before he sings, <laughs> you sure will be afterwards. He has also done it in Yankee Stadium, I believe, as well. Correct? I, I, if, if, he if I'm did. Thinking... Uh, yes, he's done a lot, quite a bit of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. He did the World mm-hmm. Series last year. He did the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. And then he had games. He was supposed to sing Game Six of the NBA Finals this year, but it didn't go yep. six games. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's been all over the place, and he's getting very, very popular. Yeah. Uh, incredible set of pipes on him. Well, that's that's super cool, and that's just kind of part of the coolness of, of this entire event. I mean, I mean, Dell and 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 uh, Weddy and Megan and everybody who works on this whole thing, they do they do an amazing job of turning this into a super cool event. And, and, and I mean, the food is great. I mean, the company is is great. I mean, it's 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 positive for fishing regardless of, of whether the fish bite or not dell i mean this this is a this is a very great promotion for the sport of fishing oh yes it um it really um 
we've had a lot of the industry people talk to us about how much it's done for getting tuna fishing off the ground and, yep. and uh, highlighted it in the Pacific Northwest. Yep, absolutely. Uh, registration closes August the 30th. The entry fee is $450 as a team if you want to compete in uh, the Garibaldi OTC. Log on to www.oregon. TunaClassic.org. Uh, you can email Megan, spelled M-E-G-A-N, at OregonTunaClassic.org. Uh, Dell, thank you very much. Uh, sorry for the sorry for the, the late check-in today. We got behind a little bit, but uh, it's always good to hear your voice, my friend. Hey, good chat with you guys. All right, man. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so there you go. That is the view from the coast, the uh, Oregon Tuna Classic. Um, help me out here with the uh, with the lines here, Mandy. I'm going to dump somebody accidentally and I don't mean to. All right. And... Uh, Dell, Dell. All right, I managed to do it myself. Uh, speaking of derbies, speaking of derbies, uh, we've we've left Joe Q on hold. He is actually fishing out of his his local derby. That would be the South King County PSA. He's down in Marine. I'm going to guess Marine Area Ten. Joe, is that is that the case? Actually, no. It's actually uh, three past ten. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's a it's a secret secret part of the sound that uh, oh, I kind of come down and, and fish this because uh, a couple of years ago when I was in this derby, I was in third place for the longest time, and of course, mm-hmm. someone from a marine area ten plopped a twenty two pounder on the deck and oh, took man. me out of the money. So dang. So right. I'm I'm fishing down here where. There's not very many boats around, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah, and, yeah, a- absolutely. And doing in an unorthodox way of derby fishing this year, oh, just no. getting back, getting back to my uh, roots when I first started fishing Puget Sound and using a piece of lead. Yes. And and jigging for these. This things. is awesome. This is this is the best thing I've heard all week. Super cool. <laughs> all right, so let's talk. Let's talk about the first of all the derby itself. I mean, obviously a, a very very well done derby. I mean, a lot of folks attend this whole thing. Been doing it for a number of years, but this is a good derby. Yes, it is. You know what? And it, it's a great it's a great deal. You know, a lot of folks get together and it, it covers three areas. I think uh, 10, 11, and thirteen. That is so correct. It's kind of cool. You know. Yeah. People that don't travel up north can fish in their in their backyard, and people that live up north don't want to travel down here. So it's actually kind of nice. Absolutely, for sure. Kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, as far as just Marine Area 13 in general, have you spent a whole lot of time there this summer yet, or is this kind of kind of one of your first? I mean, what's what's kind of define the bite for me down there? Well, you know, it, I've actually been on vacation and traveling around across America. That's kind of what I thought. Like and, yep. And um, the bite has been pretty decent you know the the general himself of course you know hinted to that when i was um fishing i think in eastern washington catching ditch pickles yes, yes. <laughs> so he said i should get my my uh jig stick out yep and head down the area the area past 12 you know <laughs> one past 12 so yeah. I, I exactly knew where he was talking about and yeah like i said it's i grew up fishing out here yeah um and unfortunately the spot that i like to fish you know the PGA tournament pulled the pulled the pilings out of the out of the ground, so oh, no. they're still in hold there anymore. So gotcha. there's you got to search around for different spots, and and a couple of fishing buddies have been fishing this since well since he got back from CQ, yeah, and have already put a punch card full of chinook on on the deck. I'm that's, going, you're kidding me. That's super you're cool. Me. That's super cool. That's so, great to hear. I mean, even even in the business that we do here, Joe, I don't I don't I have not heard a whole bunch about Area 13. I mean, I've heard I've heard some encouraging reports from 11, which which is which is oh, cool, yeah. but but I haven't yeah, heard a yeah. lot from 13. Well, that's good to see that 11's, you know, picking up too, yeah. you know, and 
I'll probably do that for the Gig Harbor PSA. Another punch for the PSA guys. But, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably do that area for sure um, next weekend, I think. I got gotcha. you. Um, but, this, but this one, I wanted to come down here only because my buddy texted me a picture of basically bookend Chinooks that were 15 and 16 pounds, so uh, those, I couldn't resist. Those are, those are resist. derby competitors. I mean, that's, yes, I mean that'll, that'll put you in the running. Uh, without having, I'm not going to ask you to give away a whole bunch of you know secrets, GPS location, anything like that. But as far as far as the actual the actual gear you're using, so you're you're jigging. What are, what are you using? What color? What size? I mean, what's what's the basic uh, gear there? Well, basically, I'm using a 300 size reel okay. full of 50 pound braid. Mm-hmm. I got a six foot top shot of 40 pound fluorocarbon. Okay. And I got my Point Wilson. My gotcha. Point Wilson. It's actually not. No, I mean not much different from what everybody else uses. Yeah. I got a stinger, a stinger hook on the top, and a sidewash hook on the bottom. Okay, all so, right, I yeah, got gotcha. you. That's, that's basically it. And you're looking for it. with that setup, you're looking for you're looking for what exactly when you're when you're kind of running over things and looking at stuff on your on your electronics. I mean, what uh, what to you is a picture perfect uh, jig location in the South Sound? Well, uh, a lot of it is I like to fish the drop offs, um, starting on starting on a shelf and fish the drop offs. Um, and, and I just run that jig right along the face of it, right along the face of it. Yep. And a lot of times, you you jig up, <laughs> your jig stops, and yeah. 50 feet of water, and you're going, hey, well, I'm not, I can't be hung up on bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and usually there's something something pulling on in the line. So, uh, and un- unfortunately, right before you called, I missed one. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> My buddy was looking at me like Joe. Are you going to swing on that? And oh, I go, yeah. Oh, man, you're kidding me. I, happens. I'm thinking, well, happens. It happens. happens. It happens. Uh, so, looking looking for kind of boat positioning when you're when you're talking about um, the you know, kind of the kind of the, the push and pull of the tides. When you're when you're looking at that spot that, that you just described, I mean, is there is there any specific tide movement that you prefer? Um, well, basically dead drifting with the current. You okay. know, you always yep. want to like like trolling. Yep. You want to go. You want to troll with the current, and we're doing exactly the same thing. Gotcha. So we're just drifting with the current and just you know yo-yoing our jigs. Uh, three three cranks off the bottom, four cranks off the bottom. Last okay. time I got that that bite, I was six cranks off the bottom. Yep. And I think uh, yeah, I just dropped on the shelf from forty feet to seventy-five, and sure enough, it magic happened. I was just sleeping. That's super cool. That's super cool. So so I, I have an hour on the air here. I, I fully expect uh, a photo to come across my cell phone before I'm off the air at some point. Can oh, you, yeah. Can you do oh, that yeah, for me? Of course. Sure. I'd sure, have, sure. I'll give it a shot. I, I, wood. I would appreciate that. Thank you, dude. All right. You uh, take it easy. Joe. All right, Joe. Good luck down there. Thank you, sir. Yep. See you. Bye. All right, so Marine Area 13, one of the three areas that are open for the South King County PSA Derby. Uh, kind of surprised to hear he's down to 13, but uh, but very encouraging news from down there. By the way, if you want to compete in this, um, entries are still open until 8 o'clock. You have to go down to the Point Defiance Marina. Uh, I'm sorry, the boathouse. You can also log on to www.pugetsoundanglers.net. You can enter electronically. Uh, cool derby, as I pointed out before. It's uh, you know a good a good prize. I believe the the top prize is thirty five hundred dollars cash. There's twenty thousand dollars worth of of raffle items. Uh, just kind of a kind of a good week. All right, let's take a break. When we come back in hour two, we will reach out to a guy who catches fish for a living. Does a pretty darn good job, but get some advice on the heat of summer if you're trying to find uh, those green and brown fish. Also, we'll spend some time uh, at Buoy 10 with Brandon Glass, and the phones, of course, are open 800 829 0950 206 9595. The Spider Wire text line is open as well. Text your messages to 49451 and come on back to Sports Radio 950 KJR.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.